Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. I was at the White House a couple months ago with the presidents of the United States and Poland with the First Ladies, and a gentleman by the name of Joe Musselman recommended a program on the Honor Foundation. Uh, he is the founder, and we have today at his recommendation, along with Kathy Lemming, Matt Stevens. And I'd like to tell you a little bit about Matt Stevens. He transitioned from the U.S. Navy in 2017 after serving 26 years as a SEAL. He attended the Honor Foundation's inaugural East Coast class in spring of 2016, joined the Honor Foundation SOF Advisory Board in spring of 2017, and then joined the THF's Board of Directors in 2018. Throughout his career, Matt served as a Special Operations Executive leading high-performing teams conducting our nation's most sensitive operations, cultivating interagency relationships, and executing plans in dynamic environments. We're honored to have him with us today uh, with the Honor Foundation, and it's Matt Stevens. Uh, please uh, tell us, what is the Honor Foundation, Matt Stevens? Well, Brian, first, thanks for having me on, on your show. It's uh, quite an honor for me to be here. Uh, the Honor Foundation is a unique world-class transi- world transition institute that was originally created for Navy SEALs, but now serves the entire special operations community. We help transitioning military members navigate the transition from active duty service to the private sector. Uh, we achieved this through a three-month program, which provides tailored executive education, one-on-one coaching, access to a nationwide professional network of world-class mentors. Uh, we built this program simply on the desire to serve others with honor for life so that their next mission is clear and continues to impact the world. We provide tools to maximize uh, our students' potential and pre- prepare them to succeed on their own in their next chapter. Uh, We have three campuses now, one in San Diego, where it started, uh, one in Virginia Beach, Virginia, where the East Coast Center of Gravity for all of uh, the SEAL teams uh, are, and one in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, now serving the East Coast Marine Raider community. Uh, Additionally, we have a virtual campus where we can serve anybody in the community, and to date we have 524 graduates who have gone through our program. Very good. Very impressive. Uh, Let's talk a little bit more about your constituencies and those you help and educate and serve. Let's go a little bit more into your, uh, the people you help. Absolutely. We serve anybody that's currently uh, serving on active duty in the special operations community. Uh, This is Navy SEALs. This is Navy Special Warfare combatant crewmen, the boat guys, Green Berets, Rangers, 
uh, Air Force combat controllers, PJs, uh, Marine Raiders, I didn't say that, uh, or any of the combat enablers who are also serving side-by-side with the actual operators. This is this could be intelligence analysts, uh, logistics personnel, administrative personnel, the whole gamut. Very good. And how many are uh, involved with this program throughout the United States? Well, it varies from time to time. There's 66,000 total personnel within the U.S. Special Operations Command enterprise, give or take uh, a couple hundred at any given time. That's active duty military. Um, At any given time, we may have almost 100 people going through our courses. Um, We're at the point now where we're ramping up and and processing through about 200 per year, including the virtual. Um, Our full-time staff is only 15, but we leverage world-class faculty from um, universities, industry, to come in and teach our classes. Um, we, we kind of follow the special operations mantra of, you know, if you want to be trained by the best, you have to hire the best. So we bring them in to teach our classes in many cases, and uh, we do it well. well wonderful, wonderful. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit, and before we do, I'd just like to mention if people are listening and Buffalo or Toronto or Washington, D.C. Our guest today is Matt Stevens, Chief Executive Officer for the Honor Foundation. Let's talk a little bit about your different programs for these uh, different groups you educate and train and serve. Sure. We have uh, about a three-month program that we uh, run everybody through. Before they even start the program, though, we we run them through some professional assessments. They're doing uh, strengths finders, doing some emotional intelligence uh, surveys. They're doing a transition readiness assessment. And then we bring them into class, and we basically break it down into three phases. And the whole thing is about three months long. And the first phase is all about you, the individual. And and what we really dive into here is self-reflection, because most of the special operators in the U.S. are quiet professionals and really don't like talking about themselves. So we have to break them of that a little bit and get them out of their comfort zone. We talk about prioritization, their strengths. We get them telling stories. And the the real kicker for us is we go into a a why discovery. What is their purpose in life? It's very clear for guys when they're in the military. Every day they go into work, their mission is clear doesn't matter what they're doing. They know they're serving the community, and they're either training or deploying and doing our nation's bidding. Uh, And so that's really phase one. Uh, It's all about you, the person, and the introspection. Phase two uh, is all about their gear, the tactical level things that uh, they may need uh, and may not have ever thought about. And that's maybe uh, developing a personal pitch, building a good, solid resume, how to build a LinkedIn profile, how to talk about compensation negotiation, how to do corporate research, how to, how to find out what the culture of a corporation is, and how to interview a little bit. And we, we, we finalize that phase with a, a really cool event where we do mock interviews and we bring in HR professionals from across the, the country to uh, get these guys used to what it's like in the, in the corporate world, uh, or at least the interviews. 
And then the third phase and the final phase is, is what we call your workup. And this is where we kind of start putting it into practical application. We talk about entrepreneurship, intrapreneurship, how to network. Uh, we do an HR panel. We talk business 101. And then we start pushing these guys out uh, to do a lot of networking. We do a local company trek, uh, a local company being uh, wherever the campus is. We visit three to four companies in one day just to get them exposed and finish that evening off with a, uh, a networking event. And then the, the culminating event is a trek to a different metro area, different from where they're physically located. And we visit, uh, for example, we took the Virginia Beach campus to New York City last semester. We took the West Coast folks to Portland, Oregon. In the span of three and a half days, we'll visit 10 to 12 companies uh, to expose to expose the fellows to different industries, different cultures, and, and really open their eyes to where they might fit in, places they, they may not have ever thought they could fit in, um, but then they, they start to realize that. And every night of this uh, different metro area trek, we're doing networking events, getting them to talk to people not like themselves. Uh, and then we have a little graduation ceremony for them. And finally, once, once all this is done, uh, we have a, a really robust uh, alumni network and mentor network throughout the country, and, and we're here to serve uh, these guys for life, even if it's five or ten years down the road. So that's that's our program in a nutshell. Now, somebody listening in Buffalo or Toronto or Manhattan would like to give a tax-deductible donation to the Honor Foundation. How th- should the check be made out, and where should it be sent? Well, they, they can donate in numerous ways. Uh, I'll tell you, you can go online to honor.org, H-O-N-O-R.org, and there's a donate button there. Uh, they can also do something really simple. They can text uh, the letters THF, which stands for the Honor Foundation, to 707070, or they can mail a check to our uh, our headquarters in San Diego, and if you want me to give that address. Oh, to please you, do. Can. Please do. All right. Uh, so address it to the Honor Foundation, and the address is 11055 Roselle Street. That's R-O-S-E-L-L-E, Suite 120, San Diego, California, zip code 92121. Very good. We encourage all of our listeners to give and give generously to the Honor Foundation. It's a wonderful program, helping our special operators to benefit from companies and communities. So our guest today is Matt Stevens, the Chief Executive Officer of the Honor Foundation. If you're listening in South Buffalo, New York City, Washington, or Northern Florida, drop us a note as we reach 17 states and much of Canada. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio. 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners as we have received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. little plug here, Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. 
don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampole Legal. The Ampole Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like those who've called to uh, thank them. Uh, for our recent shows, Bill Gregory, NASA astronaut, Ken Abramowitz, who has the blog Save the West, and Andrew Golombieski, National Director of the Polish-American Congress. Coming up, we'll have Harold Beznos talking about anti-Semitism from Michigan, all on the Rusk Report. A little bit more information about Matt Stevens, Chief Executive Officer of the Honor Foundation, a native of Charlotte, North Carolina, Matt graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy in 91 with a Bachelor of Science in Ocean Engineering. He graduated basic underwater demolition SEALs, BUDS training in 92 with Class 179 and was when subsequently assigned to the East Coast where he served in various SEAL teams, SEAL delivery vehicle teams, and Naval Special Warfare Development Group NSWDG. Our guest, Matt Stevens, the CEO of the Honor Foundation. The day of this taping is 9 11. And I was just wondering, as a Navy SEAL, if, uh, if you have any observations on what was the threat 18 years ago to America and if it still exists today. Well, thanks, Brian, very much. Uh, I'm, I'm actually sitting in New York City, and it's an incredible day to be in New York City. Uh, the strength of the, the city is, uh, is unquestionable, and, uh, and I think we came out stronger um, at the end of the day. Um, you know, I can't speak really to what the threat was back then. Uh, obviously, it was significant enough, and we, we were caught off guard. Um, there are people around the world who don't like our way of life, and uh, and we have to stay vigilant and continue to press the fight uh, outside of our borders so that it doesn't ever happen again. Very good. We certainly hope so. Um, let's talk about your campuses in San Diego, Virginia Beach, Camp Lejeune for the Honor Foundation. What takes place in those campuses? So this is a, a safe spot for the guys to come. Uh, every day that we have class. We typically run class twice a week uh, on a Tuesday and a Thursday, and, and it's at night. It's kind of like an executive MBA-type program. We target uh, the guys about 12 to 24 months before they actually transition so that they have time to process all this, digest it, and then put it put the tools into action. Um, so that we serve dinner to these guys every night from uh, 5 o'clock till about 6 o'clock. Uh, it's a great time. So they break bread. They can have tough discussions with like-minded individuals and, and guys and girls who have gone through similar uh, trials and tribulations and, and have had the same experiences. Um, they can talk about how their transition is going, how the class is going, and that's uh, a really valuable part of all this is is to go through a transition with uh, individuals who are, who are going have have experienced some of the same things and, and been deployed for years and years at a time. Then around uh, 6 o'clock or so, we may have a, uh, a guest speaker. We'd like to bring in somebody that's already gone through a transition 
you know, a retired Navy SEAL, uh, a Green Beret, or, or one, a business leader from the local area to talk about what they're doing. Because uh, many times it's the first, uh, the first exposure transitioning vets have had to the local community, even though they live there, uh, they often don't focus on what's going on right around them. So we'll, we'll do a little guest speaker for a couple minutes, and then we get into the programming. And uh, I described the program earlier, but for, from about uh, 6, 6.15 till about 9 o'clock at night, we run through the formal program. And, uh, and at the end of it, you know, we, we stick around. And uh, out in San Diego, we have an actual campus uh, where it was uh, very generously donated, um, and it's uh, it's a place where guys can hang out afterwards. They can come in there uh, even beforehand. They can uh, talk to their coaches, mentors, do job interviews, and, and again continue that those tough conversations about transition and, uh, and any other struggles they have. So it's a pretty magical environment, and uh, you know over time, it's uh, it's pretty effective. One thing I will say is on day one of class, <laughs> we get some wide-eyed guys coming in, and, and they don't really know what's going on. And, and the special operations community can be quite skeptical uh, until you have proven to them that, uh, that you're worthy. Um, and then by day 90 or so, uh, near the end of the curriculum, it's a much different environment where people are, are much more comfortable talking to each other, getting raw and emotional, and, uh, and trying to help each other out. Explain a little bit for lay people what a special operator is, what they've done for our country and for our military. Sure. A special operator, regardless of service, is somebody that volunteers first and foremost to serve. So they, they enlist or become an officer in, in any of the services. So they volunteer that first time. Uh, and then they want to be part of something uh, a little different and uh and they volunteered to serve in the special operations community. So I'll just use SEALs, for example. You volunteer, you try to get a, um, a billet to go to SEAL training, which is very competitive. So you're volunteering a second time. And then of the people that volunteer and get selected to start the training, typically in most of these organizations, the success rate is only about uh, 30% or less. So you, you have uh, two-time volunteers people who uh, are the toughest the toughest on the planet and, and willing to uh, be the first in and the last out it's counterintuitive for most people but but they want to put their they want to they want to serve and they want to serve with the best trained units on the planet and that's uh, that's the special operations community and then some of them volunteer a third time to go to even more selective units and uh, and go through another selection assessment and training program. So these are the people who are not only physically tough, but they're great problem solvers. They're comfortable in ambiguous environments, and they're willing to put it all on the line for, for our country. Now, weren't those the Navy SEALs that uh, got bin Laden and killed him? It was, in fact, Navy SEALs, yes. Yeah, well, you should be very proud. Did you know any of them who were involved I with that? I do know several. Mm -hmm. I do know several of the uh, the personnel that were on that uh, operation. Well, we, we admire them for their courage and their strength and, more importantly, their success in killing an evil, uh, horrible uh, garbage who killed 3,000 innocent Americans who were just going to work and 
minding their own business. So we, we salute the SEALs for their heroic work. Again, if somebody would like to write a check to the Honor Foundation, Matt Stevens, how should the check be made out and where sent? They write the check out to the Honor Foundation, and they can send it to our headquarters at 11055 Roselle Street, Suite 120, San Diego, California, 92121. And it's completely tax deductible, right? Completely tax deductible. We are a nonprofit, and any donation will go directly to the programs and help transitioning uh, special operators in their journey to the next chapter. You're listening to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada. If you have any thoughts, comments, or ideas, if you're listening in Washington, New York, Buffalo, Montreal, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little bit more information about Matt Stevens, CEO of the Honor Foundation. He commanded at every level in the Naval Special Warfare community to include a squadron at NSWDG, SEAL Team 2, Naval Special Warfare Unit 3, and Special Warfare Group 4. He served staff tours the Joint Special Operations Command in Fort Bragg as the operations officer at Naval Special Warfare Group, TWO, in Virginia Beach, Virginia and in the Office of the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Special Operations and Low-Intensity Conflict in the Pentagon. That's Matt Stevens, our guest, who's the CEO of the Honor Foundation. Let's uh, talk a little bit about what you call tribes of support. What does that mean, Matt Stevens, with the Honor Foundation? So we've got numerous tribes of support, and these are folks who help the special operators transition. Uh, of course, we have our organic uh, our organic staff who uh, work full time on this every single day. We have our our uh, mentor tribe, uh, people who like to donate their time, their expertise, and their advice um, to these transitioning folks. They can be anywhere in the country. Uh, we encourage people of different, uh, with different, from different industries, different levels of expertise to volunteer to be mentors so that when a guy or, or a girl who's transitioning out wants to talk to somebody in a specific industry, we can make that connection. We have our coaches tribe. Again, great Americans who just want to give back. Uh, these can be professional coaches, executive coaches, or just people with lots of experience uh, from a particular industry who can uh, coach one of our transitioning special operators throughout the process. And this is somebody we pair with uh, a transitioning operator from start to finish. And, and they're in contact uh, almost every week. So it's a little, little bit more uh, in-depth and personal. Um, and then we have a faculty tribe. Uh, people, these, these experts from uh, academia and industry we bring in to actually teach classes. Um, we have a donor tribe. These are uh, critically important people who believe in our cause and believe that uh, special operators uh, will absolutely continue to be leaders in the private sector, the public sector, once they're done with their military service. 
we have our our alumni tribe, people who have already gone through the uh, the process, the process and the program, who uh, often pay it forward and then join these other tribes. So it's all about uh, working together as a team to accomplish the mission. And our mission is to serve others with honor for life so that their next mission is always clear and they continue to impact the world. Very good. Uh, again, if somebody would like to give a dollar or $1,000 for the Honor Foundation to help these special operators throughout the United States, how should the check be made payable and where should it be sent? You can make a check out to the Honor Foundation and send it to 11055 Roselle Street, Suite 120, San Diego, California, 92121. Okay, we have a few minutes left on the Rusk Report, and let's just uh, talk about your vision moving forward with the Honor Foundation nationally, Matt Stevens, CEO. Yes, sir. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. What, what, what my vision is is to have every single United States special operator or member of the special operations community have the opportunity to attend the Honor Foundation curriculum. Um, we'll do that through a, a number of ways. We'll do it through our virtual campus that can serve anybody anywhere on the planet and, and provide the same content. But I'd also like to expand responsibly and have physical campuses where there are uh, Army, Air Force, and Joint Special Operations Centers of Gravity, those, those dense concentrations where uh, many, many people serve, such as Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Tampa, Florida, Fort Lewis, Washington, Savannah, Georgia, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And, uh, you know, it takes time, it takes, uh, it takes money, and we're going to be successful at it uh, so that everybody has the opportunity to come through the program. Very good. We've learned a great deal about the Honor Foundation from the Chief Executive Officer, Matt Stevens, again, I would like to thank Joe Musselman, the founder of the Honor Foundation, for recommending this program, along with Kathy Lemming. Special thanks to our director of production, Kevin Carr, who's been doing a wonderful job with the show for a decade and a half. And we urge all of our listeners to give and give generously to the Honor Foundation to help these special operators in the military throughout the United States. Thank you for enlightening us, Matt Stevens, and have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 